Hi, back at it again, and this time uh, in a different kind of location, the McDonald's ball pit. And um, kind of a situation happened where we wanted to get it in. I'm heading out to Jamaica soon, and got my guy here, uh, DJ, DJ Newski, Marcus Newsome, And uh, it's just kind of split halfway, so we said, screw it. Let's do it. December 23rd at night in the McDonald's ball pit. So should be should be fun, should be interesting. But, yeah, we got a good little segment today here. We're going to kind of look into the scene of Minneapolis, look into kind of DJing, the club life, uh, creating events, um, and just overall kind of that whole that whole area, you know, partying, you know, working, making money through it. So, DJ, how about you give us a quick little uh, bio? What's up, everybody? I'm DJ Newski, um, resident DJ at Monarch every Friday. Come catch us this Friday, last Friday of the year. Um, I'm 25, been DJing seriously, I would say, for about three years or so. Uh, what got you in the DJ? Uh, college, partying, I mean, music. Honestly, like, I was just at parties and I've always had, like, the latest music, the best music, all up on every single music. And I was just tired of, like, going to parties and just listening to just whack music. So, like, I would take over the Ox and then that's kind of how it the started. The party got started when the Ox got going? Yeah, exactly. So. And that's what I liked about you because uh, you, we met at my office because I, I kept seeing all your marketing on Snap and different things, you know, throwing these cool parties and ask you about and you're kind of the head behind it you don't just dj yeah you're, you're in the business sense of it too and so that kind of started in college too with the djing that you're like hey I, I i can do more than just this dj yeah exactly i mean I, it was always about making money to be honest like any type of way like i don't care what it was if it was going to be like djing photography like some just something regardless in the party scene like that's i guess what I gravitated to, I don't know. Um, it didn't matter what it was, as long as I was making money. I didn't even have to be the one DJing, setting up the party. As long as I was making money, that was something I wanted to do. Um, but music's it, a passion. Like you really. Music's always been a passion. I've always been into music. I've always listened to music, any type of music. Like I'm not just like strictly rap or anything like hip hop. Like as long as music's good, I mean I love music. It doesn't matter what it is. So yeah. So three years ago, you said this, this is probably the end of college, and you started yeah. getting the DJing. Kind of walk us through that, getting into that, that field. I mean, um, starting fresh, you know, what the hell man, was honestly, on? like, I really started just on my laptop on, like, this little software. I forgot, I forgot what it's called, but just, like, on my laptop, and I would use, like, these little, like, not little, but these big house speakers, like, speakers that you would just plug into the um, receiver, you know what I'm talking about? And I would, like, cart those around everywhere. Like, they would just always stay in my trunk of my car or the trunk of my truck. Everywhere I would go, I would have those, and I'd have my laptop on me, because, like, you never know, like, at the end of the night, someone you might go to a party, and they might not have good speakers or music like that, and I'd be like, hey, I got my stuff in the car oh, right yeah. now, so, like, that's kind of really how it started, and then slowly just doing little house parties and stuff like that, people start paying me, or, you know, I would just be at the party anyway sometimes, so I would just do it regardless, but then, I mean, it gradually started, it really started with just a whole bunch of house parties, to be honest. And then we gradually started throwing parties ourselves, so that's kind of how we got our name out there like that. So Yeah, take me through that little, that entrepreneur spirit, because I know um, a dude that, I think we both know Tevin, yeah. and he kind of blew up on MTV and all that, but he went down to Arizona and uh, started throwing massive house parties. This was the days where... Airbnb hadn't cracked down yet, yeah. so they're renting out these mansions and you know charging five, ten a head, you know making five grand a night yeah, off, uh, off uh, these big parties. So what? Um, talk about that kind of started throwing your own parties. Really, it was just like it was kind of perfect timing. It was just like we kind of had to 
when things popped up, we like took advantage of the situation. Like sometimes we had friends that had super huge houses and, or we just met people and they like want to throw a party. It might be a summer party or whenever, whenever we got the opportunity to throw a huge party, like we took advantage of it and we did it. Um, we threw Splash Bash. That was a huge party in Egan. It got raided. That was our only party that I could say really got like busted like bad. Um, and then we threw one of our, our first biggest party was the Glow Up. I think it was back in 2000, what was it, 14 maybe? 14, 15? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was huge. It was out. It was actually not too far from here, out in um, Sunfish Lake, like Ember Grove, right? Like down the street from the high school. Huge ass party. I want to say big ass mansion. It was about, it was easily 500 plus people in this house. And we learned that like, not only can we just throw these parties, we can make money off of them. If you like 500 plus people and you're charging $5 a person, $10 a person, and then like the way we do it, we like to like do pre-sales ahead of time. So we get people, so we know exactly like people are coming, like we get our money right then and there. And then we might even up the price at the door. Like you never know what the price is gonna be. It could start off at 10, end of the night, I've charged 40 for a house party, so. Just depending on how packing. Yeah, these become whole operations. Yeah. I mean, you could be selling stuff, you know, the jungle juice, whatever. And exactly. You yeah. have security too. Yeah, I know we got that. security. We got DJs. We got everything, man. Like all our parties are always safe too. Like that's like our number one priority because we want to have, we want to make money. We want to have fun. If it's not safe, we're not gonna make no money regardless. No one's gonna want to come. No one's gonna come to our next event. So we got to make it safe for everybody. I mean, that's the biggest concern. A lot of people me. don't understand throwing a party is not. There's a hundred million different factors that go in yeah. there to make a good party roll to make you one you know have fun for the night there's a lot that goes in to it yeah. and i mean people just show up get hammered and, and and they start you know bitching if it's not good or not but you know but the whole behind the scenes there's a lot of preparation yeah know what i mean i mean you guys no, do a definitely. lot of that and like when we do it we don't like just throw a regular old party we try to make it like unique in some type of way um our splash bass party we like rented out a big ass bounce house we had um a slip and slide a big tub of junk just all type of stuff on a basketball court everything we try to like add something unique to it just not just make it just some regular party you know what i mean yeah and and i like that because yeah. so you got into dj you know just going to house parties college whatever you're like okay maybe you know i can make some money on this you know, maybe not just you know go in there and, and party and i can do something with it and he did now i mean he made some cool things happen and that's you kind of kind of got your name on the scene huh? yeah exactly and then this is kind of leads into what's been going on the last you know couple of years here where you're DJing down in, in the city and you're meeting a lot of different people you're seeing kind of the scene in Minneapolis you want to kind of get into that part I mean you're kind of a bigger DJ around here aren't you yeah a little bit um I'd say Minneapolis I mean oh, how would I say this it's very like there's a lot of DJs in the city so it's very competitive I would say and a lot of the DJs in the city have been DJing for a while. So, I mean, you kind of got to get in where neat. you fit in or you got to, yeah, you do something neat, come up with your own stuff, or you just got to know somebody. I mean, or just, I mean, ask, to be honest. That's how I mean, honestly, that's how I really got into the club scene. I just reached out to some of the DJs that were DJing in the club and it just went from there. Speak on so. that. So you're putting your name out there, huh? Networking. Yeah, exactly. How did you do so? Did you say, hey... I mean, some of these people are probably not going to respond. You're like, oh, screw you. Did you give them value or what? I mean, I just reached out to them. I just said, like, hey, just introduce myself. Let them know. I mean, they knew who I was. But um, some of them I knew, like, prior from just working with them before. Um, they replied. They Some of them, I didn't get, like, a yes right away. It was all, like, I had to wait. Um, but eventually they hit me up and was like, hey, 
uh, I got an opening night, or you want to open for this night, and just took off from there. And then um, I think it was DJ Advance. I, I, it was him or Polo. I want to say it was Advance that got me in the door in my first club event. I think it was at Monarch on a Thursday. And Polo was soon right after that. It was probably within the same month. Um, started DJing on Sunday nights at Monarch, and then eventually that um, grew to Friday nights. So, Yeah, that's neat. That's a good lesson, yeah. you know, putting yourself out there and, and just asking. A lot of people are yeah. afraid to freaking ask. That's, I mean, the worst you can get is no. 100%. Yeah, you I mean, just move on. So, um, so Monarch, now let's talk about the kind of the club scene and, and music and what's going on. We got that, that Lizzo that yeah. blew up. I know we had atmosphere, yeah, hip-hop, yeah. but other than that, you know, Minnesota... Minneapolis, the Twin Cities, it's not popping nationwide, know what I mean, mm-hmm. but you want to kind of dive into, you know, what's going on in the scene there? I'd say it's not that the music's not good, because there's a lot of good artists in Minnesota, and the, there's a lot of good music, I just don't think the support's there for Minnesota artists, for whatever reason, like, the artists here, the fan, like, the community, the support in Minnesota, they don't gravitate towards that artist they don't support that artist like they support other artists from that they don't even know you know what i mean yeah. and their music's good their music's not bad like there's a lot of good artists out here and there's a lot of good music local music and for whatever reason they just don't get the support from their city as other people in other cities do like atlanta like and not only that a lot of people i feel like in minnesota artist wise it doesn't matter like in the industry artist wise um, DJ-wise, promoting-wise, a lot of people don't like to work with each other for some reason. Or the people they work with, they like to stick to their little group that they work with. They don't like to bring other people in, you know what I mean? Okay. For whatever reason, I don't know what it is, but like a lot of places like Chicago, Atlanta, like all around the world, like they work, they want to bring everybody up. It doesn't matter who it is. Like you're from the same city, they want to work with everybody. And for whatever reason, it's not like that here. There are some, there's actually, I'm not going to say there's none, but there's a few that do. And those people out there, they know who they are. They're, they're working with everybody. But there's a lot that don't, and I don't get it. Yeah, is there, I mean, like some sort of hater culture? Maybe some I, I just think people. Here? I don't think it's just, I just think people just want it for themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're not, they just, they don't want to share. Yeah, because They I don't want to, like, they want to say they did it themselves or whatever, or they just don't want anyone in on their cut or whatever they... Whatever it may seem, I don't and, know what it is. And why I bring that comment up is because we had uh, Blake Cashman a while back in the summer, and yeah. he decided to forego his bowl game mm-hmm. to prep for the NFL draft. Okay. And the amount of hate and the amount of people that were like, oh, what are you doing? You'll never make it, you know, playing the bowl game, and yeah. was a lot. And then you kind of look at a lot of different sports. And I remember this year when Kirk Cousins was struggling, you know, he was – is uh, he was the worst person in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I mean, people just yeah, attack, yeah, yeah. attack, and I get he's making eighty million, but there seems to be kind of I don't know something about that we're kind of attacking each other here in Minnesota. Is there is, you feel that aspect in the? In I the see field? what you mean. Yeah, I see. Like if you put it out in a broader way like that, I get what you mean. Well, I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just hey. I don't just know. know if people. If it's just people. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's, it's weird, like, because I don't feel like it's like, I mean, I guess I'm from the outside looking in, but it doesn't look like that's how it is in other places. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Now, uh, we might change it, right? Because we've yeah. been talking about, you know, doing some event planning because you're not just about parties and all that. You're kind of a businessman and, and, and want to kind of bring the scene together and do things. Um, Kind of going into some of your ideas about not just, you know, throwing parties, but doing neat events. I mean, is that something that, you kind of you want to add to your repertoire like event planning and, and yeah, stuff like I, that anything basically anything as far as business i'm definitely very business minded i want to and i'm very 
willing to work with everybody and I want to be able to bring everybody up, get everyone's stuff out there. I don't care who it is. Um, whether you DJ, whether you dance, you make music, you do photography, videography, whatever it is, make clothes. Like, I'm definitely down to work with you in some type of way and I definitely want to, like, create, like, just a network of where everyone's in touch with everyone, you know what I mean? Regardless, just to get their business out there or whatever they're doing out there, you know what I mean? Yeah, because it would just relates to what we were talking about, how they kind of want to stick in their cliques or not work with one another, but if we bring the whole kind of area together, there's a lot of special people around here, yeah. all different kind of industries, and, you know, working hand-in-hand hand and, and making some, and yeah. kind of like you said, Atlanta and all those people, I mean, the hip-hop scene and that scene, they're, I mean, they're blowing up, yeah. you know what I mean? They're people from the nationwide following and they and all, all that and with that they all work with each other like you don't ever see any of them like do, does anyone really have beef with each other like that down there some do i ain't gonna say none of them do but they but most majority of them they all work with each other they all got songs together they all are in each other's like it's like a family thing you know what i mean yeah i think there's something maybe maybe missing here maybe not we're on the right people but yeah. it's definitely um an observation i've seen from not just this you know music uh, clubbing all that and but sports and business and a lot of different aspects. So that, that's quite interesting. Now let's, uh, what about this club life? You know, when you're doing a DJ, you're promoting clubs, um, kind of bring me into that whole experience. I haven't been clubbing in a long time, but what, uh, yeah. what have you learned from that? Like, you know, witnessing interactions and everything. Man, I can tell you, like, before I started DJ, I never went to the club. Like my first, nah, I can say my first, it was probably like my third time um, going to the club, but I was never really into the club scene. I was just a big house party kind of guy. Um, I kind of had to get into the club scene, like, just to further my DJing career. Um, the club is very – it's about money, to be honest. I mean, a lot of things are about money, but it's really about money. It's about selling bottles. It's about bringing the crowd, bringing the energy. Um, the way – it's just different each club. Like, I mainly work with Monarch. I've DJed at Monarch, I don't know how many times. I'm there every Friday night. Um, I've DJed at a few other clubs around the city, but Monarch consistently. And it's just, it's about selling tables. I mean, it's about bottle service. That's, that's what the club life says, bottle service. I mean, there's GA, but the focus is on bottle service. I mean, every night's different. There's probably about, I want to say, four different promoters at Monarch that have their own nights. Um, and they're just like, hustling. Nah, yeah, stop. exactly. And some of them got different nights otherwise. Some just at Monarch. I mean, club life is very different from just your night out at the bar. Definitely, you know what I mean. As an operation, yeah. 100%. and it's a lot of you run into a lot of people that are just there. Basically, like what they show you in the club is not how they really live in real life. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's that persona they're putting up. And a lot of people just go to the club for that persona. And a lot of people are there to use you, too. Because you get a lot of people at the club trying to, oh, like, my phone blows up all the time. Can you get me in for free? Can yeah. you do this? Can you do that? Like, you, and you can see it. I mean, What do you think makes, very, uh, Monarch's kind of going up right now, right? Like, yeah. Because you're doing well. What do you think makes that, uh, and how do they make that attractive to people? How do they, you know, create that? that energy and that feeling where people want to be the one night a week baller yeah yeah um I want to say it's just the DJ definitely the DJ and the host the bottle service just the atmosphere of the club like the more you make that I want to say 
bottle service and then the VIP is all about make I sit, making that section or that person whoever has that booth feel special like they're the MVP like they're the basketball player like they're the NFL player and you want to you don't want to single like different people out you want to make each and every booth feel like they're that NBA player they're that basketball player so I feel like the clubs that do that are more successful at filling up every night you know what I mean because you're going to want to keep coming back you want to keep having that type of feeling whether that's really how you're living or it's not yeah 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 make create a an experience for them 100% yeah. do you like club life overall view from it make yeah it shallow hollow fun, I mean awesome it's, it's fun I ain't gonna say I don't like it or I mean it's not like something like I said I've been in the club now I don't know what two years or so now so I'm there every week so it kind of gets old but it's like I go there every week and sometimes I'm there two three times a week so I might not want to go to the club on my day off or like on a Saturday night or something like that. I might just want to go to the bar or just chill at home or whatever. Um, but it is fun. Every time I go out, like, it's always fun. It's, there's never not a time you go to a club and it's not fun unless, unless you go to a dead club or something like that. No, but, totally. Yeah, fun places. What about yeah. the superficial kind of fakeness like we just kind of talked about? Yeah. Does that ever get old or, or kind of? I, I kind of relate this to to, to Vegas because my yeah. buddy used to play at UNLV and I visited him probably five, six times. And yeah, you can have the most fun in the world, yeah. and it's great. And then you start like seeing the the core of it, yeah. And like the homeless people, you know, just outside the strip, and how rotten it is, and yeah. constant flashing lights, and you know, there's just that kind of lifestyle. Like that's what I'm kind of getting at. That is it. It's just very superficial sometimes, don't you think? Yeah, I mean. I feel like you get used to it and you kind of know how to maneuver around it, how to treat it. Like a lot of people in the club, I just call them talkers. They just like to talk. Like, you know, like what, how they really are. And you just, you're not really trying to entertain them. You're just listening, but they just like to talk and like, yeah, yeah, I do this. I got this, this and that. I mean, you kind of get used to it at that point. It's nothing like that I would entertain because I'm not going to sit there and listen to you like bullshit me. But yeah. yeah. Let's get back into to that DJing. Let's kind of hit it hard. What what all goes into DJing? You're not just taking a couple songs and throwing it on there, right? Yeah. It's, it's a process, ain't it? It's a yeah. skill. Yeah, it's, you learn as you go. I mean, first, you definitely want to know your crowd. You want to know what, like, crowd you're DJing. Um, if they, like, just like the type of music, you just kind of learn as you go. Um, you're definitely not just throwing music on there. You're basically it depends also like in the club scene if you're opening if you're finishing you don't want to play certain music at certain times or you're playing certain music at certain times you kind of want to get that crowd energy up there but you don't want to like get them like yeah get them worn out right before like 12 o'clock or something like that you don't want you're not about to play you a hit like song a six-course yeah. meal, you know what i mean exactly Exactly, and like you got to know your crowd. You got to know who's out there. You got to know like if you got a whole bunch of females in the crowd, or if you got a whole bunch of guys in the crowd, or if it's half and half, or just. It depends on where you're DJing at. I mean, DJing at Monarch is going to be something different from DJing at Union or DJing at the Gold Room or DJing a day party or DJing at a bar. It's all different. You just got to know your crowd. Um, and the facts are too. I mean, the music's the huge part of this whole club, you yeah. know what I mean? So you got all the pressure on you. The DJ's yeah. got to perform. So they don't perform, you know, the people are going to feel it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, their waltz, the, 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 the club's waltz is going to feel it too because they're not going to be spending as much. They're going to dip out. They're going to be sitting in the corner. Exactly. That's the other thing. You want to keep the crowd engaged with you because the more they're engaged, the more they're gonna, the longer they're going to stay there, the more they're going to drink. The more they drink, the more the club makes money, the longer they actually stay. How do you the, engage? The mic. 
the mic is definitely how you engage keep the crowd engaged with you keep them active with you um keeping that energy high definitely um there's a lot of good djs out here that are really good at it and not even only djs there's a lot of hosts people that host the events that are really good at it just engaging with the crowd um as a dj working with a great host that is like super high energy and that's really good at engaging with the crowd makes it so much more easier and makes it so much more fun and lively than it is just working with someone that's not basically yeah energy is the whole thing i mean so you're, yeah. you're managing the energy level of everything and and get it moving now tell uh what are some major lessons you've learned from from this dj journey you know managing crowds managing these these mm-hmm. parties making it, it work um if someone wants to kind of get in that space wants to get into the scene what kind of what have you learned really learned from the scene i would definitely say acts don't just sit around and think things are going to come to you definitely don't be afraid to like just put your name out there and ask ask for help ask to open up ask like hey do you need a dj whatever it is but also i would say don't i mean be patient too because things come they definitely do um but you always got to be working put your name out there go out to places meet people have speakers in the trunk of your car you never know when you have to dj man network with people get to know the people that are in the industry doing the same thing as you get to know the club owner get to know who owns the club get to know the bottle service girls get to know wherever you're whatever you're trying to get into get to know the people that are actually within that industry that you're doing you know what i mean 100 what have you gotten booed before or, or say you suck nah that's never happened have you ever, have you ever, have you ever felt that no. you weren't performing at top speed and how do you deal with that Honestly, the only time I feel like I'm not performing is, like, I really, I'm, like, one with the crowd. Like, the better energy the crowd is, the better I feel like I DJ. And I feel like that goes one one. And it's hard for me to, like, get a crowd going if it's, like, the crowd. Like, sometimes you get, like, parties where the crowd's, like, dead. It doesn't matter. Like, we have three different DJs going. It's, like, the same feeling. Like, they're just dead. They're just not rocking with, like, I don't know if, like, if they're tired or what it is but they they didn't come to party and sometimes it's like that but definitely like if we got a hype crowd the more hype the crowd is the more i am but i also got to get the hi- crowd hype you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so you're not taking it no personal yeah the sideline, or? i mean sometimes you just like i've had a couple of those sometimes the party's just dead i mean it's not even like the dj it's not i don't know if they haven't had any drinks or what it is they're just not they're just not there you got any crazy club stories from what you've seen? You got some, some big ballers uh, in there doing crazy stuff or what? Uh, I'd say nothing too crazy. I've seen the most bottles I've seen popped at once was probably 10. 10 bottles at once. The table probably had like 15 total or something like that. Um, well, it depends on the night. I've only seen like tables getting broken, people falling off booths, falling onto tables, seeing fights. I mean, I've seen all type of stuff. I mean, everything happens in the club. And you just keep it stoic, huh? Yeah. It just is what it is. Move yeah, you keep night. going. Yeah. Cause you're in a business mindset doing this. I mean, you're out there to have, you know, you're there to have fun. You know, it's a fun job, energy, yeah. but you're not, you know, getting drunk or nothing. You're kind of in the zone, zone. Yeah, I'd say honestly, I used to drink when I was at the club. But I mean, being at the club all the time and stuff like that is like it gets old. Like. I, 
I haven't drank at the, like I probably did it this past weekend, but before that, man, like it's been months. Like I rarely ever drink when I go out to the clubs and DJ. Like I used to all the time, but I mean that gets old. You can't be out there drunk all the time. I mean I'm at the club every week. I can't be sitting there getting drunk every week. To me, I mean that's not what I want to do. No, and I think the being a focus in those kind of environments, you know, being able to keep your focus and doing your job is pretty impressive. I mean you gotta. You're, you're a lot of distractions, a lot of different things going on in your element, and just keeping, hey, this is my job, let's move. I mean, there's a lot. I think those DJs are kind of underappreciated. Yeah. I mean, they add a lot. And here's the thing, you don't notice, I think you don't notice um, them really unless they do a bad job. They could be the best DJ ever, and you're like, oh, this is expected, right? Yeah. And if, if you feel like they're kind of shitty or something, then you get on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of felt like that, but... That's neat, man. Um, now we were kind of talking about when uh, we you met at the office that putting together like networking events and, and, and getting things kind of situated. And that's something you're pretty interested in doing, huh? Yeah, absolutely. We yeah, because what we were talking about is getting people from all all over. Yeah, walks of life, walks of you know industries, kind of yeah. the scene and business. I mean anything. I mean and getting them together and see how we can you know network with one another. Do you have some kind of examples of? Uh, people that have done that like a photographer working with something or or ways that you've seen it happen in your DJing I've definitely seen it happen but it's I've never like personally seen it happen in a wide scale where it's multiple different industries you know what I mean like it's if it's music it's music or if it's food it's food or photography it's photography obviously they'll have like a DJ there but it's within just that niche it's never like a big scale of entertainment photography food um whatever personal trainers i know a lot of people out here i've seen a lot there are a lot of personal trainers they got their own business going it's pretty cool um uh yeah it's just always just within that niche it's never a broad scale of just entrepreneurs just people trying to make money you know what i mean yeah and i think it'd it'd be really interesting now because you know it's it's you can have fun. We can throw a little event and do all that, but you're actually kind of you're networking, you're moving, you're not just getting trashed and yeah. you know and forgetting about the week and all that, but kind of getting something out of it. You know what I mean? I think yeah. um, I think uh, people are kind of moving in that direction because the club gets old, don't it? I mean, partying in the club is not you can't do it forever. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it gets old, but it'll always be there. I think yeah. you just grow out of it though. The older, or I mean, for some people, it's not the older you get, but the older you get, you want something new. If you've been doing it a while, you want something new. But it'll always be there because it'll always be, people are always coming to age growing up. It's their time to be at the clubs. I mean, so it's not something that's going to go away, but there's always going to be people out there that's going to want something new. Yeah, and different. Unique. Yeah. Something you know, different that it could be actually beneficial to, not just fun. Yeah. And that's something we're definitely going to kind of chat about and, and see if we can figure out, you know, a way to, especially to make that, you know, clubbing, that, that stuff kind of fun, but also productive. And then get get Minnesota linked. I mean, and start exactly. making a, a wave and, and a name for for the Twin Cities and, and the rest of us, like kind of all the other a lot of the other big cities did. I mean, and I think that'd be really neat, kind of putting it all together. Because I, I bet there's a lot of pieces that I know that can maybe help with promoting or promoting that helps with this and yeah. the similar mindsets. I mean, how they operate and could be could be very interesting. So, what do you uh, got? Some final words here on this club life, this DJing. Um, uh. You love it. I definitely love it, man. I'm going to keep doing it so I can't do it, you know. Um, like I said, I'm at Monarch every Friday, free Fridays. Come out this Friday, last Friday of the year. Come see what it's about. I mean, go out there, experience something new. If you've never been to the club, just come and try it out. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Maybe a little discount for our listeners? Nah, no, no, no. no. no, no, no Don't no, hit no, me yeah. up with that. <laughs> get in line. Get your, get your phone ringing. 
But uh, awesome. Well, I appreciate it, Marcus. I, I hope you keep you keep moving. You got that hustle in you. Know what yeah, I mean, sure. and, but you also got that business smarts too. You're not just playing music. You're, you're, it's an operation. You're thinking all about it. So, all right. I think we got in the mind of a DJ, and, and I appreciate it, man. All right. Yep. See ya.